Hi, my name is Safi, and you're listening to Professional Level Podcast. This is episode 50 of the first edition of Everything is Bothering Me. I lucky want to make this into like a kind of like a monthly podcast where I say everything that's bothering me, but like it's everything that can't fit into like a whole episode. So like I just kind of like list multiple things throughout the month and basically kind of, but I was like, you know what? It's November. Let's start. Um, let's start the month with everything's bothering me. So I was like, yeah. And this idea is from Amanda B on YouTube. She has really good videos. I love her commentary. And she started and I was like, I want to look into it, but I never got the chance to because I always couldn't rant about everything. But yeah, so this is the first edition of Everything is Bothering Me podcast episode. Woo! So before I guess we start, we can, I'm going to do my rose and my thorn for this week. Um, my rose is, I guess, like the first week of class, I kind of like kind of slacked out. I was kind of... Like, kind of in a depressive state. I was just, like, not just feeling it. But, like, now I'm kind of getting up to date with class. So, that's my rose. And my thorn for this week is I'm fighting my demons. I'm still fighting my fucking demons. I'm currently, honestly, they're winning. They were going to win for me to not make this episode this week. But I was like, no. I'm going to push through. My demons are winning. Mm. And, and also because my job paid me for three hours of work when I work 10 hours. Anyway, be fucking for real. Um, and also, because I'm mad and sad about everything. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know if, my, if these antidepressants, these Adderall, is not working. But then stop picking up the base because I can't do shit anymore. I can't. They need to fix my life. I don't want to have to do the part to fix my life. Do the job and fix my fucking life. Because I'm fighting my demons right now. I'm, and I cannot let my demons win. But right now, they are winning. Um, but I guess you can start the episode with, with a whole whopping two minutes into it. We're starting the episode. Um, and also, I'm, with this first point I'm about to say, they're going to get me. They're going to get me if the FBI or, like, someone gets me. If I don't post that pe- episode next week, you know what happened. I've gone missing. Because like, this is my uh, true conspiracy theory I have. You know, like, RIP takeoff, but, like, Black rapper, rappers have been, are dying, and it's, um, it's all being it's all being seen that it's not linked. But honestly, I feel like all of it is linked. Like, be fucking fair. Like, it's I felt it's all happens. Like, we, like when I was doing my research because I was going to make this a whole episode, but then I was like, I don't know if it's enough to like make a full full make a full episode. But like, I was looking at all the rappers that have died, and like more than like the famous ones who have died this year. There's so much more that's not making the headline. There's something happening in the rap industry. Um, and it's, it's something big. But, like, since, like, a majority of the people dying is, like, black men, they don't give a fuck. It's, I feel like it's, it's kind of given the Jeffrey Dahmer situation. It was black men dying, um, get, um, get going missing and dying, and no one gave a fuck. But um, this one, I feel like this is something that's kind of happening. Like, take off. They said he died from a dice game. I, it's obviously something bigger than that. And yeah, we know like um, there's a huge gun problem in America, in America and everything. But like, and but it's all being like, just like it's violence. It's violence against, but I was like, if this was like white men dying and it wasn't a rap industry, the, it would be on the top of the FBI list. Because like really be fucking for real. I truly think there's something happening, but obviously um, no one's, like, really looking at it because it's, the victims are black men. Like, 
if I like even like the dog overdose like Chusword, Excessacion, um, Takeoff, DMX, like all of these like will huge um fa uh, faces. Um, all I there's something going on, and I feel like it's something we should actually truly talk about. But yeah, I I really want you. I want you, I want to hear your opinions on this. But I'm onto something. I truly want you to know that I'm onto something. And yeah. Um, my next one is people on TikTok that try Indian and like West African foods, and I like, and and hate it. Like, I, we obviously you're not gonna like everything that you fucking try because that's just not how it is. Um. But like people, um, when they exaggerate how bad it is, because I'm a picky eater, so I don't try foods because I'm like I don't want. But I'm like not gonna record me eat trying the food. It's not something that my taste buds is used to. And then I'm gonna have, and then and then they like fake act on um, their terrible opinion, a terrible reactions to getting some traction. It's because they're not getting positive traction; they're getting negative traction. And then people stitching them is giving them more traction, the attention that they fucking want. Leave this fuck. Uh, Leave this idiot fucktards alone. And because obviously they want fucking attention so fucking bad that they're w going so far as to taking a culture that they have no idea of and like, and knowing them or their tits. Because I'm like, be fucking for real. I'm like, Indian food looks good, but like, it's not my taste buds like Eba or like, um, or like a goosey soup is going to be like. So I'm not going to try it because I am a picky eater. But also, when I try foods that I don't like, I've never had such a huge reaction that that's some of these um, people who make um, taste test videos have. I'm like, you're pushing it a lot too much. You're pushing because I'm a professional picky eater. I would, if it's not Nigerian food, I'm I'm taking my bitch ass over to chicken tenders. Like, just be fucking for real. And also, my next one is people that stitch racist and problematic viewers. Um videos and putting on my for you page and boosting the problematic creators inherently and inherently giving them a platform like period period baby period or the girl or the girl that's like currently like going on tiktok of like where she bought the ten thousand dollars worth of one direction tickets and said we finna be in the pit <laughs> that was so sick but like why like now that girl has a whole platform because people kept stitching because i'm like my for you page my for you page knows what i like it's all black people, and occasionally I'll see some white people because they're truly funny. Or like, I curated my, so it's like, stop stitching these fucking um, problematic videos, because like the period baby period, uh, I never saw her videos on my For You page. I only saw her video because people were stitching it and talking about her. Stop talking about these fucking creators. They're a bunch of fuckwads, and, and they know they're being problematic, so just leave them alone. That's how I truly fucking think think of it. Um, stop stitching racist creators. You should you should hate on them. But I was like, bitch, I didn't even know who they are. Now you just bought my attention. Then for me to hate, like just leave them alone. Because if you leave them alone, then the next person is gonna leave them alone. Then the next person, because then now you're bringing it to more to people's attention. People are now stitching, which is boosting the numbers. And we live in the age of social media. Boosting numbers is the way you grow. Your numbers are growing like sharing it is how you um you, you grow my next one uh, i've been wanting to talk about dating preferences but just i don't know i never really know how to like really talk about it because i feel like my dating uh, um when people ask um what type of guy do you like what type of boy do you like uh 
no matter which way you answer it's gonna be problematic so just like some questions of like or like the, the debate of like how many times do you um do you shower every day or it's the same thing as like would you um what who would you date what's your dating preference there's no correct answer and i think once we learn that these type of questions have no correct answer um, is when I think we'll finally live in life. We'll finally be able to enjoy life, in my opinion. Everybody has their own dating preferences. Everyone has their own biases. And, like, there's just some questions that cannot be answered. There's just, there just some stuff that only happen online that's literally chronically online. Nobody's asking, on a, when you're on a date with someone, no one's asking, what's your dating preference? Like, or this, oh, the, uh, that's what I've been looking for. That's what I've been looking for. Street interviewers. They need to go. They've been bothering me. <laughs> Nothing good comes from them. I think the only body, the only person, the only shoot interview I'm a fan of is the guy that's at University of, the guy who interviews people on the University of Tennessee campus. I think he's like sh shameless um, cloud chaser or something like that. Um, he's the only shoot interview I like because he actually like he's trying to just trying to get um he's just trying to make get content from the same body. He's not bothering anyone. Everybody wants to be in his videos from UT. One being interviewed. he's the only one, but all these true interviewers, nothing good comes from them. Like they, I feel like because they're bothering innocent people on this fuck, on, on they're literally bothering innocent people who are just walking, listening to music, and like or like, and also the one where um um would you take this dollar and double it? Just stop it. Just stop it. These true interviewers, nothing comes. Um, male podcasters, honestly, personally, as a podcaster, I feel like um. Podcasts are a bit too cheap. Because why was I able to buy a podcast? I, um, podcast mic at 17 years old. What the fuck? Why am I able to buy? Because the mic I'm using is $50 at Target. $50 at Walmart. I'm like crazy. Crazy. It is a little bit cheap. Like these dating coaches go to hell. We're all seeing the dating preferences. Nothing good comes from it. We all have our biases. And what's the, So it's like if someone said they would never date a white girl, that's their bias. Because... That's the funny thing. You don't know who you're going to... So you can't eliminate everybody from, like... You could be like, I'm not attracted to... I'm not typically attracted to white girls. But, um, they could be... The, the, the person that you marry could be a white girl. And you can't close off. You can have a bias of, like, I'm not gonna... I don't... I'm not gonna look into getting a white girl. But also, you can't close your options. You can't... So it's like those... So, no no matter what... Like, in the, in the age of internet... In the age of um, social media, no, ma no matter what your answer is to that question of what your dating preferences is, it's never going to be right. That took me a really long time to really get to my point, but like, no matter what your answer is to that question, because that question has no correct answer. Like, stop, like, these two interviews, they need to stop asking questions that, we, that, that they know is going to create problems, or like, put, putting people on blast that they know the audience is going to hate, but they do it because it's going to get them quick views. And I think the issue that I'm trying to get across is, I think we've lost empathy of, like, we're not asking people questions because we actually want an answer, they're asking questions because they know it's gonna get views even even if it's at the cost of someone else and i think that's it's uh, it's bothering me that like we are losing we're slowly losing empathy at the cost of for views and not seeing the empathy of others straight interviews been bothering me i can't i can't do it i can't do it it's too fucking much personally um dating coaches on tiktok bitch who the fuck gave you like 
I truly, for dating coaches, who the fuck gave, um, said they literally, they literally have their degree from degree of bullshit. People who are watching, like, obviously, I'm a lonely girl. I'm a lonely girl. Um, we all know that. But, like, going out of your way to seek dating advice, go to, um, um, obviously, life is not going out for you. Like, just accept your faith. Accept your faith. I also got to tell myself that. But, like, accept your faith, babe. Don't go out looking. Like, like the men who go out to watch, like, alpha male podcasts. Bestie, obviously, that's why you're not getting no bitches. Be fucking for real. Or, like, the, the girl on the dinner dating coach who's, um, all about, like, low vibrational play. If you have more than three, um, dishes on your plate, your plate is, uh, is low vibrational. What, what man would want you? I'm like... Shut the fuck up. Where's your fucking man? And, oh, yeah. And the funny thing about a lot of these dating coaches, these bitches are single. So why the fuck am I taking anything from you? <laughs> if you can't get a man or get a woman, why the fuck am I taking any advice from you? Be fucking for real. So that's how I, I'm like, <laughs> ah. And also, Love is Blind, season, season three. My next one, truly terrible. And I, I think the reason why it's truly terrible, I said this one person say, was because like, the first season, um, they truly thought they were an experiment. Second and third season, like they knew it was now a show. It was a Netflix show. They they're doing so now. This season is just it's even worse than last season because like a lot like Raven, she's not there for a man. Be fucking for real. She's there to build her fitness career, her fitness platform. That's what she's she's not there for a man. Like her friends, truly terrible. SK, he's not there for a wife because. Why? Why would you expect uh, your newlywed wife to do long distance with you for two ye- for the first two years? Isn't the first two years of marriage the most important years? So like, he should he should never have a place to be on that show. They should have never picked him to be on the show because like, um, you're expecting your newlyweds to move across the world from Dallas, Texas. Not only you moving, but um, either she stays and does long distance, or she moves her entire life from Dallas to California for two years. Like he, he should never be cast on the show. And also, everyone keeps fantasizing of SK like we were rooting for Nigerian. Also, he doesn't want a Nigerian woman, but he he wants an American woman to act like a Nigerian woman, and that's and. In what world have we ever seen that work? That's never worked. So he's also problematic. So stop fantasizing SK because he's also problematic. He wants an American woman to be a Nigerian woman. He wants to. Co- I'm like that's fucking problematic. If you want a Nigerian woman, go get a Nigerian mo- woman. Like you're an attractive man, you can get a Nigerian woman, Bessie. Uh, but yeah, Raven just wants a fitness career. Who the other fuck he wants? Matt. Matt is generally a good guy, but he, before he really gets in another relationship, I know he's been saying he's also been doing his own healing, but he needs to do some more healing because, like, he he's really lacking the trust. And, like, outside, I get why he's lacking the trust. Someone that you've known for a really long time cheated on you, the person you thought you were going to marry cheated on you, that's something that something you need to heal. Colleen has no character. Like, she... She has no fucking character. Like in the past, you're like, I'm a ballet dancer, bitch. You're a thirty year ballet dancer. Go do something else with your life. <laughs> like be fucking for real. Um, who are the other ones? It's none of them are actually like, actually like stick out to me. There was three Nigerian, not three. There was three dark skinned black girls in the first episode, and none of them got casted. When all of these um couples are not gonna last. Like be fucking for real. Um, Nancy. Um. Deserves better. Be she deserves better. 
Um, Bartiz, go to hell. They need to, you know what love is by needs to, they need to stop loving to, um, uh, casting 25 years. Tw- Cole, go to hell. They need to stop, because Cole's like 27. I'm like, bitch, why, how the fuck are you acting so immature? You bitch, you're 27. Like, be fucking fair. I'm like, does it, does the dating world really get bad out there? Because I'm like, I'm 20 and like, it's terrible. But I'm like, are older men just as bad? I'm like, you should, be. I'm like, best of you're 25, 26, 27, 28. Do fucking better. Oh my god. I, I, I need to find myself man now because I can't keep doing this. Nah. Because I was like, Bautiste kept telling her that like, Bautiste and Cole kept telling their women, their beautiful women, that um, you're not my type in the real world. Bitch, why the fuck do you need to say that? Cole's type is obviously white girls. And he's like, I'm, I would never date like a Zainab. Zainab and, and Colleen look the same. Except... Zainab is just, just has a little bit of color to her. She's a little spicy. Um, Zainab and Nancy, I hope they do not marry those men. And I hope they become best friends. Maybe even lesbian lovers. Let's see. Because I'm like, I'm rooting for both of them. But Bautista and Cole go to hell. And honestly, and Bautista is just in love with his sister. His sister is so nice. I love his sister. But Bautista is Because I'm like, Bautista, uh, um, Raven and his sister look exactly. Bautista is in love with his sister. Um, but yeah. And if you ever watch this, honestly, I didn't, I, I didn't have any spoilers. I'm just, those bitches are just really fucking trifling. Uncreative TikTok comment. Because, like, sometimes you, you watch a funny TikTok. And you just go, and you see, and, and like, the TikTok comments are just like, they're just bullying. I also go to my next next one of like racist mockery TikTok. I haven't seen it on my for you page because my for you page is curated where I don't see racism on my fucking for you page. Be fucking for real. Um, but I've been under this one girl, one that like, um, people are, are saying that like she looks like a, there's this one black woman where people are saying that she looks like a monkey and TikTok made a filter of it and then people are now wearing, are using it and stuff like that and I, I'm just not seeing this hate speech and that video, those videos are still up. Um, they're bullying her and so it's just like when you see like comments, um, you go to comments and the comments are just bullying, they're just racist and like, what's funny about it and these bitches are fully laughing about like, like TikTok doesn't see anything wrong with that but I'm like, you guys are just fully like you like what's the point of pointing out someone's if someone can, this is my this is a rule I think I've been living for living through if someone can't change something about them in 30 seconds don't bring it up but for some reason TikTok thinks well that person's not aware that of their of that insecurity that they have so I have to so they feel like they need to bring that shit up like best just like don't like obviously they they are fucking aware of it. So just leave the fucking situation, leave it alone, um, drop it. But like, when you, those uncreative comments, I'm like, be fucking funny, be fucking for real. Like, be funny about it. Like, it's just something, something just to point out. And and I think I'm gonna probably end the podcast for today is happy couples. Why the fuck have they been all over my you page? <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I can't keep crying myself to bed. I cannot keep doing this because. I see there's like I'm like seeing like happy couples. I'm seeing like happy like um black women and white men and relationships and happy black love. I'm seeing like all of these happy couples who've been, been together for like ten years. I'm just like, when will it be my fucking turn? I can't do this anymore. This is not I can't I I truly don't know if I can do shit if I have this in me anymore to do it. But yeah, um but yeah so I guess that's where like we can end this episode. But yeah. I can't, they need to take, stop taking this, um, and also, 
these advice TikToks, I I do really like like them because I they really humble me. Like they you know like they really give me what I need when I need it. And like I I, I the advice TikTok, that I I love advice TikTok because as a as a young gal as a youngie, um as a twenty year old like I really I really because I can't live from like uh, like older th- not from dating coaches no because these dating coaches are useless. But I mean like older women who have like actually who have actually experienced this, who are actually talking from the heart, not just for the views. Um, I really, I really like that. But, like, these happy couples, get the fuck up my timeline. Get the fuck up my for you page. I can't do it. It's really fucking bothering me. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is where I think I'm going to end this episode. Um, and what else has been bothering you? Let me know. Um, but, yeah. So, I guess I'll see you in my next episode. Um, if you like this episode, um, I'm listening on podcasts or Apple Podcasts. If you're listening to on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, feel free to rate this episode. Leave me a review. I want to see how I'm doing. Um, and, um, yeah. I, oh, yeah, and another thing that's been bothering me is therapy. Why the fuck uh, can't my, these therapists book me sooner? Because I'm not mentally stable. Why do you think I'm doing good? I'm not doing good, but yeah. Um, but if you like this podcast, um, rate me. And if you'd like to like follow me on Instagram at Professional Rambler Podcast or email me at professionalramblerpodcast at gmail.com. And yeah, thank you for listening to this podcast and you listen to me talk. Thank you. Bye.